0: Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. This is The Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now, from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones.
1: Sunbury Motors 4th Street in Sunbury Sunbury Motors Kia Routes 11 and 15 Hummels Wharf online at sunburymotors.com Ford, Kia, Hyundai Best in New Inventory Great Pre-Owned Inventory The Sunbury Motors guarantee terrific service department. They need more technicians. There's a a lot of people, by the way, that that need help with their vehicles. Routine, difficult, they can handle it all at Sunbury Motors. Fourth Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf. Online at sunburymotors.com. We now turn to the Russell Wilson of talk show hosts. Oh, my almighty! And find out what's troubling him.
2: <laughs> Russell Wilson, though, it's a low blow.
1: It was meant to be. <laughs>
2: Well, anyway, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to be going a low blow right now to apparently. So I, I talked yesterday when you were coming back from the uh, quarterback club about the mis, mis, uh, misinterpreting of the scheduling quote from James Franklin during his Tuesday press conference. And yesterday he obviously uh, rebuttaled it and ripped that uh, report that was out there. But he also said, too, that apparently some national media folks took to it and didn't take the time to read the actual transcript. I was trying to figure out who that was, but I I couldn't figure it out before the show. So I'll just go out there in this because this is what I'm about to say is true when it comes to most national media, a.k.a. ESPN. I'm not saying it was them, but I'm just using them as an example here. Of way they cover college football. If you're not Georgia, if you're not Ohio State, if you're not Michigan, if you're not Alabama, you're nothing. I and mean, I guess this year in Colorado, because everybody's all up in Deion Sanders grill, you're not you're not you're nothing. I mean, seriously. That's how it's been for college football as far as national media is concerned for the most part. All right. And so this was another opportunity, especially against Penn State. To misinterpret something and turn something into nothing. That's exactly what that Athlon report did. And now and but the fact that Athlon picking that up and changing it to something's one thing, okay? Because that's just a ridiculous clickbait website. I expect that from those types of people. That's people blocking from mom's basement, or whatever, trying to get clicks. That's one thing. But then apparently when you have people in the actual national media that cover college football for a living took it that way and didn't take the chance to go back and look at what James Franklin said. I did the same thing yesterday because I was thinking, hmm, that doesn't sound right. And I actually went back and and watched the clip, and it's the exact opposite, as I talked about yesterday. But the fact that national reporters didn't do that, apparently didn't do that, some of them, I mean, that's just disgraceful. What happened years ago happened years ago, Okay. This is. Do this want to be happening if it was Georgia, Alabama, et cetera. So let's stop with this mindset of if you're not those teams that I just mentioned, you're nothing. And let's treat everybody with the same amount of respect as we do with those schools. Because especially in the in the way college football is today, in the landscape with NIL and everything else, that is more dangerous to do now with recruiting and the way things are nowadays. So I'm sorry. I, I am just sick and tired of the national media and these other websites just creating this landscape out of nothing with just the latest example here of James Franklin scheduling comments. I mean, it's it really is almost sickening to me at this point. Oh, you're done. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you hate me. No, I expected that.
1: So, look, um, something I teach my class all the time, and I've, and I've said it on the show many, many times, So, but it's always worth repeating. Somebody doesn't hear it for the first time, or then you reiterate it, and they go, oh, yeah, yeah. I've always told them I'd rather have you be second and right than first and wrong. And when you're sitting in a studio away from somebody and you're not reading the room, you're going to make mistakes. And what's interesting is that we see, this is 2023. There should be fewer mistakes in media now based on past history than ever and instead there are more and you have to ask yourself why are there more and I think that's an interesting question why are there more mistakes now so we'll start with this There, I did mention this yesterday and again I don't know who reported what and I have no idea who works for Athlon I don't as you know let's see how susceptible on a scale of 1 to 10 am I to clickbait?
2: Uh, That'd be a zero.
1: Yeah. How susceptible on a scale of 1 to 10 is the suit to clickbait? Oh, wait a minute. No, hold on a second. I was thinking about Amazon deals. Um, So you should see what I just bought. (laughs) Okay. Um, And that's what these headlines are all about. It's about hot takes, it's about clickbait, it's about assumptions. One of the worst things you can do in this business is assume. And there's that great clip from The Odd Couple. long time ago, The Odd Couple was a TV show in the 70s with Jack Klugman and Tony Randall. And Tony Randall was in court defending himself like to point out he who has himself for a client has a fool for a client Um, but he is in court and the word assume came up and he wrote the word assume on a blackboard and he says and when you assume something he then circled the first three letters you make an S out of you and me And you can't do reporting by assumption. So two things out of that. Number one, I am not going to get into it, but I, do know, I already knew for a fact he was not talking about Michigan. And number two, he was actually in his own way, he was trying to praise the people that were doing the scheduling. And that's what he was trying to do. And you know, I realize that people are looking at schedules now and they see UMass and Delaware on there. I understand that. I got it. But when you're in a conference now that... So I'm, I'm going to go a little afield here on this. When you're in a conference that now includes... As your opponents, Michigan, Ohio State, Washington, Oregon, USC, UCLA. To go with Wisconsin. Do you realize that Penn State now will play a minimum of three of those every year, sometimes four of them every year? I mean, it only takes seconds to sit down and read them. So, I'm not saying that this is a big effort moment here because it doesn't take long to read it. Where you're talking about one third of your conference schedule, and in some years, 44% of your conference schedule will be against those teams. So do you need to set up, especially with a 12-team playoff, do you need to now set up, quote, a murderer's row on your non-conference schedule? you got a lot of people to play. Yeah, it does. Penn State's been playing power five teams every year in the non-conference schedule this year the non-conference included West Virginia they're at West Virginia next year but at the same time it's, you have to schedule smart and he was not referring to Michigan and I knew when I was sitting there he was now maybe because I know but he wasn't referring to Michigan. But at the same time, even if he was, he was actually trying to praise what they were doing with it. That there's a, a, a common sense behind it. And the bothersome part was there was no follow-up question to it. Right? If you're not sure about something, follow up and ask. And what, that's what I tell the students in my class all the time. I said, "Look, always ask questions." I said, "I can guarantee you, there's somebody else in the class that has the same question you do. There's no such thing as a dumb question." So, I mean, I get where you're coming from. I just—that's not the way things should be. As you know, I'm very anti-clickbait. I'm very, um Yeah. You know, I'm for good, solid reporting. I've seen too many good, solid reporters uh, let go, had to change jobs, had to scramble. And they're trying to adapt to what uh, they think the culture happens to be. They have, They want. They, uh, we have to adapt to what the Twitter culture is. You don't have to adapt to any culture. Guess what? You can set the tone for what's going on. You can set the tone with good, responsible journalism. Even The Athletic, which I've said before that The Athletic, to me, in in sports writing, you know, not in broadcasting, but in sports writing, to me is the last line. If they fail, long-form sports writing is going to fail with it. And The Athletic has reduced its staff. I mean, they've reduced it. And that's the problem you have. You, you know, and you have people that are trying to get their name out there and trying to show that they are, like, like cut me a break. Right? Just do a good job. People will notice you. And you can't be assuming what somebody means. Oh, I know what they mean. Oh, you know what they mean, do you? Oh, okay, okay well, good for you. All right. I'm glad you're, you know, I'm I'm glad I'm working with Karnak the Magnificent. You know, if you don't know what they mean, ask. Don't guess. Guessing's bad. And just so you know, all the stuff we say about the suit's accurate. It's like, from personal
0: experience. S-U-I-T, that spells suit,
2: How's he feeling, by the way? Is he feeling any better? Yeah, he seems to be pretty much himself, uh, just from seeing him around the office this week, so. Okay, that's, okay.
1: That's not a a ringing endorsement. (laughs) Get the lingerie on the deck, call the janitor.
2: (laughs) Touche. (laughs) <laughs> what? Did I say something wrong? <laughs> you can check with the chief in a little bit.
1: oh uh, yeah, we will check with the chief. I was told that the chief actually like like let it loose and talked the other night. Oh my almighty! Normally this show's the only time he speaks.
2: <laughs> Is that your only complaint? Oh, no, I have many complaints around the braves Philly series. Really? Yes. Mostly from last night, but...
1: Well, this will be intriguing.
2: Most of really? this stuff, you will probably say the same thing as you did with my last rant, which was, are you done? But I'm still going to put it out there anyway.
1: Did I back up your last rant?
2: You did, Yes. Okay. After the fact, I don't know if you will with these, but we'll see.
1: I mean, it's a show. I can have fun with your rants. <laughs> I mean, that's why. In that fact, that's what I tried to. I'm, I'm, this one, I'm not kidding either. Their next segment is actually on talk shows. I said, look, it's okay to have fun. I said, I said, be careful with your humor. I said, the best humor is usually self-deprecating. Um, you know, because people can get in trouble with it. But you can have fun on the show. If you want to sit there and go, are oh, you done? Okay, you know, you're just having fun. Um, you seem to get be offended by the fun.
2: <laughs> no, I, I always enjoy it.
1: I'm getting questions now as to whether you're a fun guy. <laughs> Is he a fun guy? Like, well, I'll get back to you. He's a fun guy, believe me. All right. Don't worry about it. We'll come back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WK, okay? There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market, Well the next half hour should be uplifting, exciting, and positive. No. I'm ready. Most afraid to do what? <laughs> Today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street and Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, care Routes 11 and 15, Umbuds Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com.
0: This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now, from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones.
1: The second most popular show on the radio station.
2: <laughs> no? I mean, I think we are. <laughs>
1: Your prejudice, and you're also paid to think that way. All right, so
2: <laughs> you're not wrong.
1: <laughs> Today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors, Fourth Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Kia, Hyundai, best in new inventory, great pre-owned inventory with the Sunbury Motors guarantee. Terrific service department. That gets the job done, routine, difficult, whatever it may be. It's all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street, and Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15, Humble's Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. Time now for the next in the long line of frustrations
2: that Matt has. And a lot of it coming from Braves-Phillies last night in Game 3. A big win for the Phillies. Great win for the Phillies. Yes. I mean,
1: dominating.
2: Yes, that was, that was a fun game to watch last night. But, of course, in centered around it was... Well, that got the party started for the Phillies was the three-run homer by Harper. And, of course, there was the stare-down at Arcia for his boy Harper comments from Game 2. Mm-hmm. And so... Everybody's asked about it afterwards on the brave side of things, and R.C. is like, "Well, it wasn't supposed to get out." And then there was another guy that said, "Oh, this is the clubhouse is a sacred place. The media should be doing that." Enough. I, if I hear somebody say one more time the clubhouse is a sacred place when the media is allowed back in the clubhouse now, I'm going to snap somebody. I mean, because really, no, it's not. Enough with this clubhouse being sacred. When the media is there, it's not sacred. So guess what? If you don't want stuff to get out that you're going to say either internally or externally about another team or another player, don't say it. And even that, it still might get out because that's just how it is nowadays. Simple as that. Don't say it, Arcia. Because that's what you're going to get, especially when you're dealing with the Phillies and their fan base. I mean, come on. Enough with this clubhouse is, is a sacred place. Please. Well it,
1: well, it is, except when the media is there. When the media is there, you have to be on your guard. Exactly. When the, when the media is not there, it's Las Vegas. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Um, and I'll give you a good example of that. Um, Seattle Seahawks. When Russell Wilson was there, now you hear a lot of stories about, you know, that it was a problem. But when he was there, did it ever get out that he was a problem in Seattle? That's true. It did not. It never did. I mean, and this, you know, now later on, that then after he got dealt to Denver, Richard Sherman talked about it a little bit. Um, Marshawn Lynch talked about it a little bit that there were issues uh, dealing with with him. But when he was in Seattle, it never got out because they understood, hey, look, what happens between these walls and on this practice field stays on this practice field and stays within these walls. So that's the part that is accurate, that it's that the clubhouse, the locker room, is a sacred place. It is expected to be sanctuary. When you invite the media in, at that particular time, now, the rules change. Which means everybody has to be on their guard. Now, what he said, well, who cares what he said? Does it matter? Of course not. Okay. Here's one for you make a better pitch. Make a better pitch. There's always a simple solution. That Usually execution is it. You know, the stare down, I could care less about the stare down. It's good theater. But here's the part, though, that he should not have done. And I think a couple of Phillies did this. The throat slash...
2: Yeah, that's what I was going to get to next because the Braves, the Braves radio, uh, was commenting about that, and they said they didn't appreciate it.
1: Well, he shouldn't be doing it based on what's happened the last five days. All right, but let's be let's be honest about it. Events of the last five days, like stay away from certain things. That would be one of them. That's my opinion. May not be your opinion, but that's my opinion. Like you know, the the stare down. That's fine. Who cares? The stare down. It's nice. It's nice theater. The throat slash part. Mm, over the last five days, events have happened that like hey, a yeah, maybe I'll stay away from that one. That's me. You may not agree with that, but
2: while while that's correct, the only thing I'll say is, would they have said the same thing if it was a if it was one of their Braves players that did that in a big no. moment?
1: No, they wouldn't have. No, no, they wouldn't have. And just like I wouldn't expect uh,
2: Scott or Tommy to say something either. And I don't even know if they even noticed because I don't don't, don't even think right away that they noticed the stare down. Just from my interpretation of listening back on the radio broadcast. But that could be Uh, just me.
1: I was listening when Harper hit the home run because I was driving back from practice. Uh, After practice, I went and got something, something to eat. And I had the game on, and Tommy was on on the second one. I didn't hear the first one. The second one, Tommy was on. And I think they mentioned the stare down, but nothing about home plate. And look, you know, and you're not sitting there watching him go all the way around. You know, you're writing down in your book it was a, you know, home run, how far it went, you know. I mean, you're doing other things besides watching him make a trip around the bases, Because guess what? It's a home run. He's not going to get thrown out. So you can look down at your book, and you can write down
2: the result of the play. (laughs) And then the last thing with this... Is... But you, but you see
1: what I'm saying. Based yeah. on recent events, there's got to be a little more common. Yeah. Sense. No,
2: I, 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 get it. Yeah. There has no, to be a
1: little that. more common sense about what you're doing out there. I know there's emotion involved,
2: but and the Phillies did have put out a statement condemning everything happening right now, too. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just
1: you know, like okay, um, there's been rather graphic video that's come out, so it's like, eh, okay. Yeah. Let's be let's be smart about this.
2: And then the other part of this is is actually I'm going after the Phillies fans last night because they're picking on the wrong guy. They they're all I guess late in the game, I didn't hear this, but apparently late in the game they were chanting we want Strider cuz he's going to go tonight for the Braves. Mm-hmm. Considering what happened in game 1 in recent history from last year. Sure. Right. To me, did you and I think Michael Barkin actually tweeted this out and I agree 100%. Did you not learn from the whole Harper arcea thing? Don't give the guy any more motivation than he already has. Just leave that alone. If you're going to pick on somebody, pick on Arcia. That's right. what I'm going. As I'm as I'm watching this go through last night, I'm like, they're picking on the wrong guy. Pick on Arcia. He's the one that started this whole thing with the attaboy comments. If I were there at the game, I would have been all over Arcia. I would have been all over him. Well, not, attab- only to, not only last like, night, but tonight too. No offense. Attaboy
1: is rather benign. <laughs> okay, it's not okay. That's not like
2: oh my goodness. <laughs> I know, but it was just the way it was. I know. I'm just saying it's like okay, <laughs> it's not really a big deal. Um I mean, all I'm saying is because Strider's still go- still a good pitcher, regardless of whatever's happened against the Phillies. Still a good pitcher. He is a tremendous. Yeah, pitcher. exactly. He is tremendous. But regardless, uh, there's that, and they're picking on the wrong guy. Get on Arcia. Right. Um, so
1: this is how I look at um okay now, the part where they did the mock chop I thought that was brilliant that's fun, right, so that's fun, okay. <laughs> And and that again, I was listening to that on the radio broadcast as I was driving home. And it, Tommy referred to it referred to the mock chop, and I thought, "Hey, how do you get her in the background?" You know, it's like, "Oh, okay." Hey, what the heck? I I think that's that's a riot. That's fans being fans. Okay. <laughs> oh and this is great and as for uh, I was at a World Series game between the Cardinals and the Red Sox and we all know Schilling started won the game but Matt Morris was starting for the Cardinals now in game one, they did not sit there and chant, we want Morris. But I was there at game two. And so I'm there at game two, and more in the crowd, when he's out there pitching, Morris, Morris, just like when Strawberry is with the uh, Mets, Darryl. was <laughs> like, okay. You may hear them tonight, Strider, Strider, like, you know. Oh, the Pittsburgh fans? The Pittsburgh fans, what was it, Johnny Cueto?
2: No, it was Cueto, Cueto. Yeah, right? that was fantastic. Okay.
1: that okay. that's that's fine. That's fans being fans, right? You know, and then, then when, when things go wrong for the guy in question, the fans all think they did something. In reality, they probably didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. <laughs> Look what we did. Okay, I'm glad you're proud of yourself. All right, good. <laughs> uh, but uh, most professional athletes, no. They're usually okay. They're usually pretty good. <laughs> Some of you it better. That's why we were talking with Scott Lobber about Zach Wheeler, for example. You know, I know he gave up the home run to Darno. But, excuse me, Darno was a professional baseball player. Okay? Guess what? He can make plays. That's the part that, like, most fans of a team forget, like, the other team can make plays. I know it's kind of a stunning concept. <laughs> okay. Other teams can make plays. All right. So, but Wheeler's one of those guys that just is nonplussed by everything. Well, game in July, game in October. Okay, I'll take the ball. Let's go. Let's do a game plan. Let's go. He's one of those guys. That's why, as you know, I've always said, if you gave me a choice between Clayton Kershaw, first ballot Hall of Famer Clayton Kershaw is a first ballot Hall of Famer and if you gave me a choice between Clayton Kershaw and John Lester who has to pay his way to get into the Hall of Fame and it's game 7 I'm picking John Lester every time because for whatever reason John Lester is nonplussed in, in high leverage situations now maybe it's being a cancer survivor and everything he's gone through in his life who knows? But he just gets out there and executes a game plan and just goes about his work as if it's okay, as if it's July. Wheeler's the same way. He's the same way. It's like with Justin Verlander. When Verlander beat the Phillies last year, that's the first time he's ever won a World Series game. Now, he's won LDS games. He's won LCS games, but he had never won a World Series game, despite between Detroit and Houston playing in a lot of them, pitching in a lot of them. So, you know, that's something you can't figure out until somebody actually has a track record as to why. And so far, Strider has not performed well in this spot. He's been a great regular season pitcher to this point but he has not been a great postseason pitcher and I don't know why other than this is, this is a different spot it's a different spot to be in uh, let me see. Postseason pitching, right now he, you know, the first game he gave up two runs in seven innings. Okay, one was earned. Now that's not a bad performance. He struck out eight, by the way, and didn't w- and walk two. Like, sorry, that's not poor. He's the losing pitcher, but that's not a poor performance. If you th- if you think like, oh, we owned him. He got five hits and one on and one. Earn run against him. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Here's a big reason why you won. You shot him out. <laughs> That's huge. But he's 0-2 in his lifetime in the postseason. These are all against the Phillies with a 5.79 ERA. And they clobbered him last year. They clobbered him. Two and a third, three hits, five runs. Gave up a home run just like he gave up a home run in this game in the first game. He walked four, struck out two. Well, this time he struck out eight, walked two, and gave up one earned run on five hits in seven innings. Okay, guess what? That's not a poor performance. But he's still 0-2 with a 5.79 ERA in postseason play. And this guy won 20 games this year, was 20-5. With a 3.86, he struck out 281, led the league walked only 58 uh that's pretty impressive when you're four and a half to one strike out to walk ratio when you're throwing 186 innings now I know I know the Philly fans think they can intimidate him I got it but, okay remember what I said about the World Series Where did the Astros win the World Series?
2: Well, they won two out of three in Citizens Bank Park. Yeah, they celebrated in Citizens Bank Park. Okay, As I
1: pointed out later, I said, you really weren't all that intimidating. <laughs> okay. I mean, you go, hey, look at us. I'm like, oh, okay, great. Now, football, it makes a difference because offenses out there they have to go through they have to change up everything they're doing as to how they want to call things that's why you want to know why there were more upsets um during the during the covid year 2020 there are a lot of upsets that year you want to know why no fans. Right, no fans, so they didn't. They went on the road, didn't have to change anything. They could hear everything they wanted, so no big deal. And number two, some of the lesser teams are used to playing in front of very few fans. There's nothing to feed off of. And I don't think it made a difference for them. You're like, yeah, it kind of seems like it usually is. We're good. Let's go play. Okay. So we'll see what happens with our with our guy Strider here. I mean, like I said, his uh, performance in Game 1 was uh, far from a disgrace. You want him, you got him. <laughs> and what, Ranger Suarez tonight?
2: Yep, it is Suarez tonight.
1: I like him. I've always liked Ranger Suarez. I, I mentioned that in a couple of interviews on the show. But uh, nah, is, your, is he the best guy on the planet? No, but I think he's a good pitcher, and they have their bullpen available. And go from there. Meanwhile, the Diamondbacks are resting. Ugh. Orioles, 100, 101 wins swept. Dodgers hundred one wins swept had seventeen more wins than Arizona. Right, Braves over hundred wins. Right, trying to stave off elimination. I think Scott Lauber's point was a great point. Okay, Major League Baseball players, except for you know Aaron Judge, are not used to having extended time off. No,
0: señor! No, señor!
1: No, señor! We'll come back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WK. Okay.
0: I want to thank you guys because a bunch of you guys have kind of covered this but I I will say it is it can be frustrating and a little sad sometimes when you have non-media members but they have some social media presence and they put something out that is not accurate and then some national media don't read the transcript or don't watch the interview and then they put something out there Anybody that watched the entire interview or anybody read the whole transcript, I was actually complimenting the schools from a scheduling perspective. It's what we've been doing. Even in the question that was asked to me, that's what was said. So I know every fan base and uh, different, different school was looking for a reason to get angry and get mad and get motivated or something, but you know that, that to me is disappointing when real media members grab a partial quote and use it out of context that's 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 frustrating and disappointing
1: and he's right I in what and his point is it's like somebody else puts it out there a non-media member and then somebody else picks it up when you're in this business I think it's really important that you you do your own work and don't rely on a Twitter account, an Instagram account, a message board to be the driving impetus for potential information. You have to do it yourself. And that that's the important part. To me, you have to do it yourself. Uh, that way, when it comes time, if you do make a mistake, then you own it because you're the one that put it out. You weren't trying to cherry pick from something else. And there's a reliability factor with the outlets I talked about.
0: You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. You can hear us anywhere in the world with the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app.